Good morning for Northeast by Midwest. My name is Jonathan Jones. Memories matter. Memories matter. Aren't you thankful God gave us a memory that you can remember things? Now maybe some of you will listen to this and you'll say, I'm not thankful that I have bad memories, but I am thankful for the good ones. But God gave us a memory, didn't he? And our mind has this way of remembering the bad things and the good things. We just celebrated Memorial Day here this past Monday in the great state of Maine and in the United States as we remember those who paid the ultimate sacrifice here in the United States of America for our freedom. And it reminds me, and should remind all of us, I think, of the Lord Jesus Christ and the great sacrifice he paid for our sins on the cross. But you know, when it comes to memories, um, they matter. They really matter. And you know, I'd like to share with you a a little story in the Bible, why they matter and what we should do about it. So in the scriptures, I think one of the passages that most speaks to this is the Bible itself when it talks about in the book of John chapter 20 at the very end that if all the things where Jesus did were written down we wouldn't have a book enough to fill it or we wouldn't have a book that could handle it all so the reality is even the Bible itself is a memory right and it's interesting how God calculates his holy word the Bible you know, he doesn't just give us good memories. There's, there's a pretty good balance between good memories and bad memories. Uh, things where people had victories and things where they failed. Struggles they had, good things that happened, bad things that happened. God seems to be pretty consistent about allowing the memories to have a balance. And so, and so as we think of those things... You know, isn't it interesting, the the particular story I'd like to tell you is of Joshua. Now, what's happened is Moses has died. Moses is gone. He's the leader. The children of Israel came out of Egypt, walked through dry land in the Red Sea. The, the, The seas were parted. They spent 40 years in the wilderness because they didn't want to trust God. And a whole generation passes. And now a new generation comes. And as they enter the promised land, they enter the same way they exited Egypt through the Jordan River. The priests walk into the Jordan River. It's overflowing its banks. The water stops upstream and holds in, in, in almost like a, like a wall-like pattern and just sits there. And they, the priests stay in with the Ark of God representing his presence. And the children of Israel walk through on dry land or dry ground to the other side. And it's interesting, though, what, what God tells them to do this time. They didn't do this really when they walked to the Red Sea. When they came to the Red Sea, they did have a song they sang, the song of Moses, but they really didn't memorialize it. And it seems like that was part of the issue. And so now God says, look, here's what I want you to do. He says, I want you to pick someone from each tribe and I want them to go in the river and grab a stone and I want you to set up a memorial. And he specifically says that you might tell the mighty acts of God to the next generation. And so it's pretty cool. What they do is they set up this this monument, if you will, and 
it it's called Gilgal, or it's at the place called Gilgal. It's actually where they end up going to declare Saul, the first king of Israel. A variety of other huge events in Israel happen there. It kind of becomes like a rallying place. Like if you think for us in the States here, like Washington, D.C., or maybe if you're over in, in Great Britain, you know, London, or in Germany, like Berlin or Frankfurt, um, you know, or if you're in Africa, maybe it's like Cairo um, or, you know, or, or whatever other city in, in your nation. If you're in Israel, it would be Jerusalem, you know. So this is the nation of Israel well before the times of today. And ultimately, God says, look, you know, you need to set up a memorial. And so they set it up and it's to tell their children. And it's also to tell the watching world of the mighty acts of God. And so it's, it's a good reminder for us. And, and I kind of shared some of this with my church last, you know, this past Sunday. And one of the things that's really struck me in relation to memorials is some of the blessings and some of the dangers. One of the dangers of memorials is the fact that with memorials, we can worship what's been there and forget what was actually done, right? And that, I don't know that that actually happened in Israel. I think it was the latter that happened. One of the things that happens is we forget why. You know, it's interesting. Maybe they did tell their children. But as far as I know, nowhere else in the Bible is Gilgal mentioned as the place that reminds them when they cross the Jordan. Now, maybe it was assumed. I don't know. You know, we have battlefields all across this country. We don't live too far here from Bunker Hill down in Boston and some of the battles there and not too far from New York City and Newark, New Jersey and the battles there, you know, uh, for the Revolutionary War. But, but it's interesting that, you know, when you think of, of all of the different memorials, um, that it's so easy to forget, isn't it? And, and to worship the memorial, if you will, and not the God of the memorial. And I think that's an important thing, you know, when, when we think of all those that, that have died here in our own country, and I'm so thankful for the blood they shed for our freedom, and yet we don't worship them or their memory, but we thank God for what they did for us to have a free country. And, and, and I think it's kind of the same thing, right? We, we can so easily, especially with like cemented memorials and things of that nature, we can worship the memorial and not worship the God of the memorial. And I think today that's what I want to encourage each of us just to think about is that we are very careful that we don't worship the memory of something over the God of that memory. And that we're also careful, for those of you that are parents and grandparents, to tell the next generation it's so easy to just assume they know. We've had a great example in our country of that. My children were born post 9-11. And for those of us that lived through 9-11 here in the country, it is sort of our marker like Pearl Harbor was or, or the, the, the killing of JFK or whatever it might be to the generations before us. I was told of those things. I was told of the Vietnam War, but I didn't experience it. But I did experience 9-11. I remember what it was like. I remember living in Scranton. I remember in Scranton, Pennsylvania, seeing the smoke over our town for days from, from the Twin Towers. I remember the families that would tell stories. It was horrific. And that memory will always live on. And I tell my children about it. And specifically when I tell them, I can tell that they're listening, but they didn't experience it. And that's why memorials are important because 
when I'm dead and gone, uh, we, we have 9-11 memorials for the generation that didn't live through it, that they might know. And it's the same thing for us as Christians, friends. We need to set up memorials in our life, not that our children and grandchildren will worship the memorial, but that the memorial might be a reminder to them of the greatness and the goodness of God. And so I'm not suggesting today you go out and set up a bunch of stones or I, I don't know what it might be, but set up memorials in your life, you know, that, that, that you might be able to remind your children and your grandchildren of the great things God has done. You figure out the great things, the way he's been faithful in your life, and, and you think of the great things that he has done. I pray that your memorial is built on the greatest memorial, the Lord Jesus Christ, and that as you think this week even, you know, if you live here in the United States, that you thank God for those that gave the ultimate sacrifice for us um, in this country, that we might have the freedoms to make podcasts just like this that I get up every Sunday and I'm able to preach, that I'm able to pray in my home. Um, Those are freedoms that I don't ever want to take for granted. And they remind me of the greatest freedom I have in the Lord Jesus Christ, who died, was buried, rose again, and will one day return. So set up a memorial that God may be glorified and you may remind everyone around you, including your children and grandchildren, of the great and mighty hand of God. For Northeast by Midwest, I am Jonathan Jones. Have a great day.